Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Evil Hello, I'm Captain Chubby Cheeks. Oh, wow. All aboard the SS Fun. <laughs> yeah, get on board. I'll show you some fun. <laughs> Is Captain Chubby Cheeks uh, from something, or just a character you made up? This is how my brain works. I make up characters 24-7. I can't stop. I have so many characters. I should have some sort of sketch show where the sketches are one minute long, so I can get some of these characters out of my mind, because there's too many. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Captain Chubby Cheeks, Professor... Named Sally, <laughs> oh Cookie <God>. Dog, <laughs> Cookie Dog. <laughs> oh my God, uh, Cookie Dog. Yeah, someone develop a show for all my crazy characters. It would be so fun. I'm looking in your direction, CBC Gem. We're CBC Gem. <laughs> Speaking of Captain Chubby Cheeks, I for the first time ever in my life a few weeks ago saw. The 25th anniversary restored uh, commemorative Titanic was playing in the movie theater. I had never seen it before. And you know what? Mike, that is not something I would ever expect you to do. Yeah. How did you find it? Titanic! I thought it was a great film. Did you? Uh, I th- it was 3D, but the 3D was really shit because it wasn't made to be <laughs> shown in 3D. So they redid the right. movie for 3D and so it'd just be like, oh, there's a rope hanging that's in 3D. They but, painted the side of a boat with a 3D magic marker? Yeah. Mm. And then uh, it wasn't... When but, Leo drowned, did it sort yeah. of leap into the foreground as he was drowning? Yes, and... To say nothing of... Did he drown into your Diet Coke? He drowned into my Diet Coke. He was like, waiter, I need a new Coke. There's a Leo in it. Also, that new drawing scene in 3D. Oh, yeah? Is it? it, Really? Did the boobs fall onto your face? They fell on my face, and I went, ah! (laughs) Oh, please! (laughs) Waiter, there's a boobs in my face. My favorite scene in Titanic is when the guy goes... Hey, this boat's going underwater. <laughs> um, and what's the Fabrizio, the Italian character? I want to see less of Leo's character and more of Fabrizio. I, I think they should have re-edited the movie to tell it from his POV. Who played Fabrizio? I don't remember Fabrizio. Oh, you don't remember the character Fabrizio, who starts off in the first scenes with Leo as his friend, who's Italian, and they both win tickets aboard the okay. boat right. in a poker game or something and then you see Fabrizio like That's awesome. one more time and then you see him die <laughs> when like a big column falls there on him. There should at least be some kind of prequel with Fabrizio. Yes. Does Fabrizio get to see any boobies? That's the thing. James Cameron, we are imploring you to re-edit and reshoot Titanic. <gasps> you guys are my James Cameron buddies because, James, you just saw Avatar 3000 return to water. I did. I uh, I wanted to... I Is Fabrizio in that? Sadly, no. Do you but see it, Navid, Navid's boobies? No, but are I Are they have called Navid's? Navi. Navid is an Our Lady come Peace on, song. Come on, come on, Navi. Uh, do you see Navi's boobs? No, but I will say the Navi are attractive, flat out. 
And if you've seen Avatar 2, I bet you agree. Does your fiancé know how you feel about the Navi? We have a, an, an arrangement. Are you guys having an Avatar-themed wedding? <laughs> I, I'm open to it. I'm picturing you painted head to toe in blue, <laughs> uh, taking your vows. I would love that. Yeah, I, I, I tried to go see it with, with uh, Aaron and Chris, and they couldn't. Huh? I tried to go see it with my fiancé, and she does not want to. Did you go alone? I went alone. <laughs> I went and saw Avatar for two three by myself. Hours. Yeah, and I loved it. Did you eat a weed gummy? <laughs> I might have, you know, I might have gone into that zone. Yeah, it was great. It was a, a genuinely really good. Well, it was fun. D- did this happen? This is this happened to me at Titanic. So I'm asking, did this happen to you at Navi Three: The Story of Avatar? Was there a group of uh, older women? A few rows behind you, who wouldn't stop talking during the movie, uh, and so as they the f- did that during Titanic, as the boat started sinking, as it hit the iceberg, and you heard them talking for ten minutes, did you, like I did, turn your head and go, "Shut up"? Did you really say did "shut you? up"? Yes. Did you yell "shut up" at women that love Leo? So picture me, picture <laughs> me wearing three D glasses, all in a rage. <laughs> Was your girlfriend embarrassed, or did she support you? So to tell you the truth. She told me that it, she thought it was hot. Oh, oh my God. Wow. So, fellas, if you think that telling older women to shut up is wrong and will make you look bad, forget that because actually it makes you look good. Makes so, you look I guess hot. you t- were you able to take that hot, yeah. pent up energy that you threw at those old ladies and yeah. insert it back into your relationship in a romantic wow. way. In a, in a romantic way, yes. Wow. And then every time you, yeah. when you have sex, you, have, you thrust, you go, shut up! <laughs> shut up! But not to her, no. but to like a, yeah. a framed photo of an older lady. Uh, yeah. Behind you guys. <laughs> I, yeah, I have but just pictures of old ladies taped on the wall. And I'm well, I do too, probably, so, but for a different reason. But yeah, but I told a, a group of old ladies. You said fully shut up. And they stopped talking for the rest of the movie. But it is but Mike, true. But couldn't like, you have said, could you keep it down? There's no time. It was so stressful. That last hour and a half of the movie is so stressful. I'm not going to be uh, you know, a gentleman about it. <laughs> when you told them to shut up, did the old ladies go, but we baked you an apple pie, dearie? <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't say that. Um, but huh. also, they they curious. Had, they had it coming. Because yeah. that was the 3D IMAX price, so it was like $20 a ticket. I think you and I saw James and I saw Midsummer. Yeah, by uh, Ari Aster. Is it Ari Aster? That movie was so Fuck good. It's so good. But weren't there people going like, "Hell no!" <laughs> like during Midsummer, there were a lot of people talking. But that movie was so crazy. I it's kind so of crazy. enjoyed yeah. people being like, "What?" It was the really fuck? fun. Yeah, the theater was reacting like well, crazy. Had I been there and had those people been <laughs> old ladies in their seventies, I would have told them to shut up. Had they been. Young men, I would have kept my mouth shut. If you had a weapon on you, would you have used it? Uh, I mean, I felt wild. I probably would have attacked the old one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I bet did, your girlfriend would have you thought s- that would have put her into hyperdrive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you interact with the old ladies on the way out? Like, as you're getting your coat, did you turn around and did they look like an James, I didn't even give a F. Whoa. I love this. I just put my coat on. Here's something that our listeners down. don't know. Uh, maybe... M- Probably more so than me. Mm-hmm. Both James and Mike uh, can uh, experience outrage and outbursts of anger in public in front of strangers. It's true. I don't like. To, I'm not. As, I don't know if I'm like that. I have some instances. Maybe I could. It's bring a good up, character trait to have. 
hothead. There's like <laughs> once in a while I'm like, oh yeah, good. I'm glad I did that. More often yeah. than not, I'm embarrassed. I like was, yelling uh, at the the dude across the way from me who who right. was rude right. to me. Yeah. I I stand by that. Yeah, but You're right. Mike has kind of fallen into the James zone right now. Yeah, maybe. I stand by telling those three old women <laughs> who I think were Italian or Spanish to okay. shut up. Um, yeah. Wow, and. That's just the way I roll. I better figure out if they were Italian or Spanish, because that's important to the story. Yeah. They were wow, definitely... I can't believe you did that. From Western Europe. <laughs> and on the way... Shut up! Wow. <laughs> and on the way home, your girlfriend was like, that was hot. It was hot. I love the way you tell elderly women to be quiet. The thing is, there, it wasn't like they were even translating the dialogue, because it was just like yeah. during the last hour or whatever when the ship is just crumbling and falling apart and it's just like you're watching a video game happen uh so it wasn't like she was like and then the man says to the woman he's like she wasn't translating the dialogue that was happening right mm. yeah oh oh because they oh, were helping earlier they hit the iceberg and now the boat is starting to crack <laughs> yeah damn i like how you think that the titanic crumbled <laughs> once it hit the iceberg <laughs> It was made of cookies. Like a sugar cookie. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I actually like that you liked it, Mike. I'm glad you had fun. I mean, you got to yeah. give it to James Cameron. I will, son of a bitch. It was, he's good. Yeah. I worked he in a good. video store when it came out, and I remember how it was like a d- double VHS, and it was like Yeah, I remember. Huge, I had, the, the, yeah. like, to buy the VHS was two VHS. It was such a phenomenon, and I just yep. associated the movie with that Celine Dion song, mm-hmm. which they don't even play in the movie, really? thankfully. They play it in the credits, but... It's much better than I expected and has much more of a... Like he just makes fun of the rich people on the boat. Like yeah. It's really told from yes. the point of view of like the people in like third class or whatever. Or like, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like what you were saying about um, those Chapo guys, how they talk about Avatar. It is funny. It is really funny. James yeah. Cameron has that POV. There's a very funny clip where those guys are talking about how in the original Avatar... It gets these audiences of like regular Americans to like stand up and cheer as the aliens are murdering American Marines. And it's true. And then when I watched Avatar 2, <laughs> indigenous people murdering like American Marines. Yeah, and yeah. when you're watching Avatar yeah. 2, it's it's totally the same. And you love the <laughs> Navi yeah. and you hate the American Marines. And there's like whales <laughs> on the planet and there's like whalers. I'll, and, I'll actually go see it. And like. It, at the end of the movie, I won't spoil anything, but you know it's not. You can imagine when they when the Navi kind of start actually get to fighting the Marines, you literally are like, yes, like <laughs> seeing them violently get killed. It is pretty wild. It's really, yeah. it was really good. It was good. Um, and to see mm. like a project like Avatar, Avatar or Titanic on such a grand scale pulled off like effortlessly, it's like yeah. almost impossible. Like. The- what? Oh my god! It was, I will mm-hmm. say, like way better than like a big dumb Marvel movie. Like yeah. light years better, I think. I will say also the one thing though, like he's accused of being like better at like technical stuff and not as good at character stuff. And there's mm-hmm. a Leo's character is obviously like an artist who's been traveling Europe and stuff, yeah. and he's penniless, and he sees Kate Winslet has all these like Picassos and like uh, uh, Monets in in her room and stuff, and when Leonardo sees a Monet, he goes, oh my God, that's a Monet. I love what he does with the colors. <laughs> and they show his finger pointing to the paint, 
painting and saying, I love what he does with the colors. <laughs> that is true about Monet, though. If you've ever seen any of his paintings. Yeah, the colors The colors good. he does. They're very good. I love yeah. what he does with the colors. I'm a, I, uh, James Cameron, like when I think of uh, Terminator, Aliens 2, The Abyss, mm-hmm. Terminator Judgment Day, like yep. those are my main, I don't know. Some of the later stuff. I didn't really he get into Avatar, Titanic. Like between like, I gotta true check it out. Lies, <laughs> but those early those Avatar 80s, was not a lot. Eighties James Cameron. I'm for sure. Oh I God. know yes. that I'm a huge Guys, fan of. Yeah. Imagine this: if on board the Titanic had been a passenger named this Terminator. Oh, oh there's no. There would have been nothing stopping the Terminator from going to the titanic era here's the he thing he's a time traveler yeah exactly you could send him anywhere you wanted and maybe he wanted to kill leo that would be sweet but here's the thing if terminator sank, the captain here's a question for you if terminator sank in the titanic he'd clearly metal body cyborg body would sink to the actual bottom would he walk back to land mm. Because he's rest. I don't think he needs to breathe air. No, he doesn't. No, no, he's a robot. Yeah. (laughs) Mike, did you know this? What? Billy Zane in Titanic, and I'm not even kidding. His name is Kaladin Hockley. That's a reference to the area I grew up in. Oh, my God. Because James Cameron is from Ontario. Is he from your area? Mm, I think he was like from Niagara or something, but supposedly it is a nod to the Kaladin area and Hockley Valley. James... My wife and I uh, hiked around the mm-hmm. uh, forks of the credit. Forks of the credit. Yep. <laughs> and and we saw Hockley Valley. Yeah, man. Resort. Fucking James Cameron. Yeah. Hey, can I ask you? Is Bill Paxton in Titanic? He plays on like the layered story of like he's the guy who's like trying to explore the Titanic. Right. And right. He's looking for that heart of the ocean or whatever the the diamond. Because I do love that. Yeah. Yeah. He was like. He, yeah, James Cameron used him all the time. Have you guys seen? There's a clip of Bill Paxton talking about um, doing like recon work with uh, with James Cameron or, or something. It was like for some reason because of Titanic, Bill Paxton and James Cameron took a submarine down to go look at the actual Titanic. I guess it was a couple years after the movie, and they went down and they're looking at the Titanic, and it's like, wow, this is crazy. And uh, they learned all this stuff, and then the submarine comes up, and then they found out about 9-11. <laughs> is that true? Yes. There's like a funny... They were looking at the Titanic while 9-11 yeah, was happening. Yeah, they're like, this is amazing. Everyone's going to be so psyched. And then they come up for, from the sea, and everyone's like, uh, yeah, 9-11 just happened. They're like, uh, we, oh. and we saw the Titanic. Anyway, we but, did see the Titanic, well, yeah, but I guess... With our own eyes, but whatever. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. That's... What the terrorists wanted to ruin. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Paxton and James Cameron's trip down to the bottom of the ocean. And they did it successfully. Fuck. Did you, do you guys have these two, two guys in your mind as a pair? Bill Paxton, Bill Pullman. Yeah. I think the names a little bit <clears throat> when I was a t- younger, a kid and a teen. But, but they do have no, a sort I of a I knew vibe. who they were. Because no, yeah. Bill Paxton... Is a scene stealer in the movie Weird Science. Yeah, and I had a girlfriend in like grade five or six that would wow. make we would watch Weird Science together all the time. And yeah, Bill Paxton definitely stood out. Yeah. What about Bill Paxton in True Lies when he's telling Arnold Schwarzenegger 
that Jamie Lee Curtis, who he doesn't know is Arnold's wife, um, he said, I believe, quote, she has an ass like a 10-year-old boy and breasts that would make you beg for buttermilk. Bill and, Paxton says that? Yeah, and Arnold is pretending that's not his wife and is like, oh, really? But an ass like a 10-year-old boy. Yes. Is that the kind of thing that men like? <laughs> well, according to Bill Paxton's character in True Lies. Also, when Arnold is holding him over a cliff, Bill Paxton's begging for his life, right? And he goes, come on, man. He's like, I got a small dick. It's pathetic. Oh, yeah, Do you does, remember that? Right? <laughs> that, when I saw that, even as a teen, I was like, I feel like Schwarzenegger made him ad-lib that. <laughs> That's such a Schwarzenegger. Because Schwarzenegger went on Conan. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this. And he was on Conan O'Brien one time. He kept joking that Conan had a small dick. Really? Yeah. Look it up online. It's really funny. Classic Austrian humor. Yeah. Bodybuilder mentality. Well, Arnold, I mean, I don't know, but he probably has a goddamn small dick from the steroids. Well, these small balls. But that's what made me think like, this guy fixates on small dicks, so he's joking about it on Conan. He goes in True Lies and is like, make him say he has small dick. It's pathetic. (laughs) Ha ha. And James Cameron's like, uh, I, I guess I owe you one, so fine. <laughs> well, apparently, in, uh, initially, he fought with James Cameron because James Cameron was like, the line is hasta la vista, baby. Yeah. That's the line, Arnold. And Arnold was like, Jim, no. I want to say, everyone has a small dick but me. <laughs> <laughs> right. I guess I do remember I'll be that. back with a big dick bigger than your dick. <laughs> and remember at the end of uh, Terminator 2 when... Arnold is lowered into the lava and oh. he gives it and, and like it's unforgettable that? and like yeah apparently James does the world's smallest violins in yeah there? and apparently James Cameron <laughs> wanted him to give a thumbs up as he goes into the lava yeah, 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 yeah. That's but cool. Arnold insisted on being like uh, hey Eddie Furlong you've got the small dick <laughs> <laughs> so, and it, so it really took you out of the movie I love Hollywood history and Hollywood gossip and Hollywood yeah. sort of uh Facts, yeah. You know? Well, here's oh, if you like Hollywood history and facts and behind peaks behind the scene, absolutely. Um, so you know how Desi Arnaz and Lucille Ball were married, mm-hmm. yes, in real life, in real life, yeah, but in the relationship was fraught, yeah, because Desi had a small dick and so did Lucy. Wow, Lucille, I, I mean, it's <laughs> I, I forgot her name was Lucille. Lucille Balls. <laughs> I guess we should mention that we couldn't get into present day gifts at the time we wanted to because someone was working here, understandably. Yes. So instead, we did go to a bar. <laughs> After Chris said Lucy had a small dick and started laughing his ass off. That's what I should say. Okay, we're coming from a bar right now. (laughs) We had to kill some time. Well, James, speaking of all this filthy but funny good-natured stuff. Lucy, you better not have a small dick. <laughs> Most podcasts don't have the balls to go after I Love Lucy, Desi Arnaz, Lucille Ball, but that's not us. You know that film, 
that's based on Lucille Ball's life, starring Nicole Kidman yes. as Lucille Ball. Yes, yeah. I'm never gonna see it. <laughs> Wasn't that Aaron Sorkin movie? Jesus like, Christ! Blowing the lid off of Lucille Ball in the year 2021. You got Mike 2021. Oh, that's when it came out. Oh, sorry. I thought you got this year wrong. Mike! (laughs) I was ready to pounce. I was ready to just make a meal out of that. You sounded like some old 1950s (laughs) battle axe in the passenger seat. Mike's wife. Mike! Pull over! (laughs) You said 2021. (laughs) We also got calamari and an order of bagels and locks. You know what it is? It's the Grab calamari. Yes. Yeah, sorry about that. It made me calamari feel crazy. But James, me all off. this filthy <laughs> talk reminds me that I think you might have something in segment form <clears throat> that you might want to tell <clears throat> the crowd. Oh, yeah, but they you said they don't play the Celine Dion song in Titanic. Until the credits. But they do play Back in Black when the boat's sinking, and that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Angus is <laughs> on the deck. Oh! <laughs> 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 yeah, do you have a <clears throat> weird or way cool or whatever? I do. I do. I have a weird, way cool or whatever. So I'll tell you guys something and you tell me if you think it's weird, way cool or whatever. Class is in session. Class is in session. Well, um, I, uh, I noticed while I was on my PlayStation 5... <laughs> <clears throat> that um, again. Sorry, just just be just be clear to the mm-hmm. uh, any new listeners. James is a man engaged to be married mm-hmm. in the fall. Yes. Continue. Oh, thank you, thank you for <laughs> the preface. And he's a gamer. <laughs> I mean, I play video games sometimes. And I saw on sale this game, Cyberpunk. Huh. Which was a big game, very big deal, and it had a lot Cyberpunk. of Cyberpunk. It had Isn't that a book by William uh, Gibson. Gibson. Yeah. Gibby. Neuromancer. Yeah. Neur- yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Gibby I, Haynes. The game is on sale, so I bought it, and I'm like, I'm gonna how try much it are we out. talking here? Oh, it was not that much because it was it was probably thirty bucks or something. Okay. But you can design your own guy. Exactly, Chris. You're reading my mind. So, Mike. <clears throat> When you start cyberpunk, you can create someone who looks any way you like. Right. Could be male, could be female. This is the character you're going to play. Character you're going to be. Right. And you can give them any kind of genitals you want. You can, uh, right. um, you know, hair, eyes, everything. Totally Can they be gender fluid? Yeah, sure. could they be non-binary? Well, you could appear as a woman and have a penis. You could appear as a man and have a vagina. And nice. you see it all. I mean, it's all right there it's, for the eyes. It's a heck of a long way from Super Mario Brothers. Mike, I couldn't have said it better myself. Non-binary cyberpunk. He's a vagina. Um, anyway, so I'm making this character that I'm going to be. And, uh, you know, I give him a beard. <laughs> in, in 2023, <laughs> Mario can have a vagina. Imagine like Mario at the end if you beat Bowser. It's like, and then his pits fall down and he has a vagina. I would genuinely love to see you beat the original Super Mario Brothers. And at the end, Mario's pants fell down. 
He has a vagina, and Luigi comes along and fucks Mario. And you see Luigi's dick going in and out of Mario. Now, in principle, there's nothing wrong with that except for the incestuous part, but maybe... Doobie, doobie, doobie. Doobie, doobie, Yeah, you're right. They're brothers. Fuck, I forgot. Fuck. Brothers, sisters. Yeah, that's the part. I guess maybe there's step brothers. How about this? How about this? Mario beats the level, his pants come down, you see his vagina, then Link comes in. Oh. Yeah. And Mike, uh, can we get Link in here? I love that you know it's Link and not Zelda, because Zelda's the princess. The princess. Yeah. Or, yes. I'm, good work. But also, I'm genuinely, genuinely, sincerely, would like the princess, Princess Peach, yes. to have a dick. Yes. So it's like roles reversed, and then they and then, and then they little Mac, little Mac from Punch Out comes in. Oh shit! And sucks yeah, Princess a- Peach off. That'd be cool. Yeah, I, I feel like God. Nintendo's really missing out on a really fucking funky ass, fun ass orgy. But you know what'd be cool is like if, if Donkey when, Kong had two anuses, one in the front, one in the back, and they call him Donkey Dong. <laughs> but you know what'd be cool is. Um, Okay, I just want you guys to picture this. Princess Peach has the dick. Mario has the vagina. That'd be so awesome. We've already established that. I feel like Nintendo should do stuff like that. Um, But when she's having sex with Mario, she holds his legs back up uh, by his head, almost like how you hold a baby when you're changing his diaper. Now, here's the thing. (laughs) I'm thinking of 8-bit graphics. That would be hard to... Like, think about the Mario from (laughs) Mario 1. You know, it's it's pixelated. It's going to be tough to show that. I know. I know. I've is take, Super Mario no. World? When yeah. It was Super Nintendo? Yeah. Yeah. Or what's the one on uh, on Switch? I played oh, that Mario one. Odyssey. Yeah. Oh, so Mario Odyssey yes. should be... There should be a... You should be able to at least pick his genitals. There should be a... Like, yeah, pick, pick your character's genitals, whatever you want them to be, but also make it a... When you beat the game, make it a fuck fest. Like, a, just a crazy... Yeah. Caligula era. Well, this isn't even ro- my weird, Roman orgy. Yeah. This isn't even my weird way cool or whatever. But oh, yeah, I, sorry, I have I had sex with two women in cyberpunk. In the game, yeah, you can, you can have sex. Make love Do you feel cyberpunk. like you cheated? No, no. Well, did you make the not. guy look like you? And did you make he looks like me? Kind of like a like a really good version of me. Who's cool? So you just made someone who looked like the idealized version of yourself? Kind of. Interesting. And anyway, though, he's uh, he's having sex. And I mean... Does he have tattoos? Yeah. yeah. Are you going to get tattoos in real life? <laughs> well, maybe now. Wait, can you design the tattoos or are they, oh, are they yeah. pre-designed? Uh, there's some pre-designed, yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, well, my weird way cooler whatever is... Yeah. yeah, like I said, you could pick his hair, his... You know, everything. Everything you could you imagine. the perfect and, man. And that includes, Mike, mm-hmm. his darn penis. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot so what we were talking about. I'm at this point where I'm designing this character. This mm-hmm. is going to be me. Playing God. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And I get to his penis. Boom. Okay. What do I make Did this guy? Did you guy's? ever have to so make how up many, your mind? How many penis options are there? Well, there's essentially small, medium, large. Yeah. And there's tall, Different grande. colors and stuff? There's, no, but there is uncircumcised or circumcised. Do you give like a white guy a different colored penis or like a black guy a different colored penis? No. No. Okay. But yeah, like I said, small, medium, large, circumcised or uncircumcised. And you're uncircumcised, right? 
Well, yes, correct. <laughs> and there are a plethora of pubic hair options. Like, what are we talking about? A here? plethora. It can be in the shape of a heart. It can be in the shape of a <laughs> landing strip. It can be several landing strips. It could just be regu- kind of just yeah. on... Let it all hang out. Let it all yeah. hang yeah. out or kind of... 1970s. Cave sure. person. Or just like, yeah, yeah. St- I guess, standard if you didn't do much. Could it be a trim here and there. A trim here Could it be dyed a, a funny color or... Yeah, really? good. <clears throat> anyway, my weird, way cooler whatever is... <clears throat> so I'm making this character. What's his name? Well, they don't let you come up with a name. So his name is just V. But that's just in the game. I didn't name him that. (laughs) So I go, what am I going to make this guy's genitals? And then I go, I think I'm going regular, like regular pubes, default regular size penis, uncircumcised. I just went with kind of the boring standard, which frankly might as well mirror my own. And my question is, do you think it's weird way cool or whatever that I just gave him the kind of a very uninteresting genitals Rather than do something <laughs> wild, I gave him very boring. Well, let me ask you this: genitals. How often do the guys, your players' genitals, figure into the game? Most missions, you do see it. No, um, <laughs> but you said you made love to two characters in the game. Yeah, when but you don't happen? see your dick. And do do you get to design the your partners? No, that? no, no. They're they're characters in the game, and sometimes what are know? they like? Tell, exp- uh, describe the two partners. Your your character V. Yeah. Do any of the characters with. have the butt of a ten year old boy? <laughs> <laughs> well, absolutely. The the E ladies that I my character made love to were both beautiful. <laughs> I like those butts that are like so taut. They're almost like standing upwards instead <laughs> of like hanging down. That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm just talking about video games here. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, I don't know. Do you guys think? Do you, do you think it's weird? So this or is cool? cyberpunk. This is cyberpunk 2077. Cyberpunk. And, and you know who's in it? Keanu Reeves is literally in it. It's He's his awesome, voice man. and it's his likeness, and he plays he, a character. You hey. designed Keanu Reeves' no. dick. No. Does he no. compliment like, "Hey, cool design on the genitals"? <laughs> uh, no, no. But uh, I wish he did. I wish he did, but he's in it. He hangs out with you and talks to you and stuff. Thank you for playing cyberpunk. Dude. Uh, dude, I still unfortunately remember that night at the Viper Room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Do you think I should have taken a... What I'm saying is, should I have made my avatar basically have more interesting genitals than like boring old regular pubes, Man. default well, dick, and uncircumcised? Whatever. Or should I have done something whatever. crazy? I think this is your own hang up. I think it's fine. Move on. Well, Design is, the dick and move on. I do think it's it is weird. a segment. I think it's weird because I'm it's saying whatever. Whatever's part of the segment. Like a dream, you're allowed to do anything you want, live out your wildest fantasy. Forget about real life 24 uh, 7 prosaic James right. Hartnett. Uh, you know, humdrum you and live out your wildest fantasy and be uh, as crazy as you want to be. Thank you. Uh, so I think it's weird yeah. that you didn't oh. go full throttle, go super small penis uh, or gigantic penis with uh, crazy colored pubes. I feel like super small penis will help you maneuver and fight better. <laughs> well, yeah, sometimes you're going in a vent. Yeah. And I think if you have the big penis setting, it makes it harder to get. Would that yeah, be a cool like, video game? Michael I played the David? game, and when he's crawling through a vent, he goes, oh, my big penis is dragging against the <laughs> vent. And then Keanu's like, 
dude, your penis is hitting me in the head. Yeah. Oh, you run with Keanu? Well, he joins you on your journey. Okay. <laughs> Mike, you were saying dude. a video game about Michelangelo's David. He has uh, a small penis, Imagine, no? Yeah, a video game where you play Michelangelo's David with his famously um, miniature-sized penis, where you're running around Rome and uh, the Vatican and trying to um, protect boys, maybe, from... Uh, uh, pervert priests and you're running around naked with your little <laughs> penis and you're uh, you know doing uh god's work that's a great game idea a, yeah. a michelangelo's david mm-hmm. running around the vatican protecting mm-hmm. boys from from like predatory priests <laughs> and <clears throat> yeah i guess you know yeah those ancient roman sculptures yeah they really didn't give them big hogs hey no and th- i think they should retrofit them and yes Update them to today's standards. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, they so should give Michelangelo's David like a 12-inch, you know, massive... Hog. I would love to see a big, thick, yeah. juicy one on David. <laughs> Maybe they should do different showings, like from 9 till noon at... But you know who should rebuild David's dick? Who? The artist who repainted Jesus' face oh, on that one painting. That Spanish woman? Yeah. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> Guys, you know what time it is before we get to the evil man. What's the time? We got to mention we got a Patreon account. Yes. Patreon.com slash evil men. Folks, if you like the podcast, please check it out. Um, if you sign up, you get two bonus episodes a month. And, you know, all our backlog of amazing bonus episodes. They're really fun. There's a buttload of junk. And it's not junk. It's good. And you get to join our Discord, where you can go on there and chat with us. And if you, you know, just like to support the show and help us, we would be so grateful. Uh, and if you're already doing it, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And uh, if yes. you, either way, maybe you could uh, rate us and review us. Thank you so much. Also, we're recording at Present Day Gifts again. Yes. Man. It's so nice that we get to be in here amongst all these lovely products that you could order in a lovely gift basket from presentdaygifts.ca. Thank you so much, Sophia, for letting us crash and hang and have fun and tell jokes here. It's really, really nice. Uh, so go on presentdaygifts.ca and check out the, the uh, gift baskets they have to offer because they are top-tier, beautiful, and excellent gift ideas for anybody and you can use promo code evil men all uh, together lowercase to get 10 percent off thank you beep beep <laughs> beep beep <laughs> well james who's today's evil man well i want to shout out on the discord adrian and seize the means pat because they both suggested this fella hmm? uh, multiple times. And uh, they gave me some info and everything, and I appreciated it. And uh, I chose a little guy called Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Nancy, where are my jelly beans? <laughs> Ronald McReagan. Nancy, is that true about the blowjobs? Because... I don't know. <laughs> it would suck if like he never yeah, knew. Like, he got he never got to we've know. We've never gone down on each other. <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev, get a blowjob from my wife. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Ronald Reagan, yes. the 49th president of the United States. You know I don't know the number. Let's see. 
Trump was uh, Biden's forty six, Trump forty five, Obama forty four. Before him, George Bush. W three. Before him, Clinton. Clinton. Forty two. Yeah. Before him, George Bush Senior. Yeah. Forty one. Before him, Reagan. 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 So it would be forty. 40. Holy shit. Yes. And the first one was George Washington. Okay. Ronald Reagan was in a movie called The Killing with uh, based on an Ernest Hemingway short story and it featured Papa. Lee Marvin and I believe John Cassavetes. Ooh. Now, if you'll excuse me. Okay. <laughs> I might be getting them mixed up. There's two versions. Well, I'll give you a little rundown of Ronald's life up until he went up until he became president. Okay. And then I'll I'll list a few things. He did as president that I think made the world a worse place James. and could arguably make him a evil person. This sounds wonderful because currently at the beginning of this episode, as we set out on this journey, mm. I have no opinion on Ronald Reagan. Okay. Well, I love that. Yeah. I get to paint on an empty canvas. Yes. That is Yeah, you. me too. All I know about him so far is that he's awesome. Okay. Well, let's see. So Ronald Reagan was born in 1911 in Illinois which is a Sufjan Stevens album, right? Uh, he grew up in a very Christian household. Oh. His mom ran prayer meetings. Oh, I thought he was Hindu. Awesome. No, he is Christian. Okay. Uh, his dad apparently was pretty nice, but was an alcoholic. Okay. Was he? Like, he would have loved the bar we just went to, <laughs> a hole in the wall. Was, yeah, they had alcohol there. Yeah, they did. Was it Reagan Irish Catholic? or It's like a Catholic you know, name. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And, yeah. and to be honest... Uh, Reagan had the nickname Dutch, and his dad, because when he was a baby, his dad called him that fat little Dutchman. So that makes okay. me think, I guess this guy's Dutch. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Ron, I, yeah. It was actually called The Killers. I screwed up. <laughs> but Don Siegel directed it, who's awesome, and Lee Marvin, Angie Dickinson, and John Cassavetes are in it. Mm. So I was right, and Ronald Reagan is billed fourth on it. Very nice. Sorry, guys. No, I like that. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Chris. <laughs> <clears throat> so as Ronald grew up, his interests tended to be drama and football. Oh. He seems like the all-American boy. He really does. Yeah. To be or not to be, go wide. <laughs> well, Nancy, to be or not to be, to blowjob or not. <laughs> not. Um, in 1928... I love the idea of thinking that their whole marriage, she didn't give him a blowjob, <laughs> just everybody else. In uh, 1928... That's a rumor. We'll get to that. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we can address the elephant in the room, right? What was the story that that she, someone said she was... I think it was like a Kitty Kelly biography In Hollywood, she was known as like the blowjob queen and of Hollywood. And he was Hollywood. known as Mr. Cunnilingus. <laughs> Apparently he was going down on every woman on the yeah. Paramount lot. I know exactly yeah. where the clit is. <laughs> Mr. Gorbachev, show me that clit. <laughs> okay. Ronnie, I don't, I, I don't have this one. You'd be surprised, but the clit is actually in my birthmark. <laughs> in Russia, we don't have clits. <laughs> uh, this episode brought to you by... Old fashions and uh, what uh, was it? Scotch and soda? Anyway. Tequila. Okay. 1928. Reagan goes to college. And I thought this was interesting. Kind of a mediocre student. 
but he was elected student body president. Nice. Must have been a dumbass school. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> clearly he's likable, you know? I'm likable. He talked like that all his life. <clears throat> yeah. Like an old man with Alzheimer's. Now, I did read one positive anecdote about Ronald Reagan. Nice. When his college football team stayed at a hotel that would not allow his black teammates to stay there, Ronald did invite them to stay at his parents' home in a nearby town, and his parents welcomed them. There. That's awesome. So Especially, I guess, I guess... He wasn't all bad. For the, yeah, mm. a Republican. At the time, he was Democrat. Okay. Which I didn't know. Right. Yeah. So he began life as a Democrat, and then... That's uh, right. Okay. <clears throat> I didn't know this either. When, uh, in the 1930s, Ronald Reagan was a sportscaster. And he actually did play-by-play on the radio for the Chicago Cubs under the name Dutch Reagan. Isn't that crazy? So would he have been a contemporary of Harry Carey's at the time? Um, Maybe before, because Harry Carey was doing it. Ronald Reagan literally had your favorite job. Yeah, I know. He seemed to have like really slow reflexes. So he maybe that's not ideal when you're doing like play by play. Because you're gonna be like a few minutes behind. I guess. And you know Ronald Reagan had your favorite job and my favorite job. I I would love to be a baseball play by play radio guy. Play by play radio guy and actor. Yeah. And my favorite job. President of the United States of America. I fucking wish you would be president of the United States. That'd be so <laughs> that be amazing. Cool. Oh, thanks, Chris. Um, and you know, at the time, like it was such a long time ago, and they couldn't afford to send the play-by-play guys on the road. Right. So he'd have to rely on like teletype and pretend he was there, and oh my, you know, kind of act it out. So kind of cool, to be honest. Um, anyway, while he was working as a Cubs broadcaster, he took a screen test. And got signed to Warner Brothers mm. to be an actor. Right. And nice. uh, 1937, he arrived in Hollywood, <laughs> and he acted in a film called Love is on the Air. <laughs> wow. Sort of brings in uh, his experience from his broadcasting yeah. days. Very nice. Um, apparently, he was kind of a bit of a simple, basic actor. <laughs> they were The thing I read was that he just kind of followed the director's instructions, didn't overthink it, just did what he was told, and he was sort of nice. okay. Oh, wait, so he wasn't like a tortured cerebral actor who um, had his own ideas and, you know, was a uh, kind of difficult artist? Kind of You're tearing me apart! <laughs> Ronald Reagan doing that in Rebel Without a Cause. No, uh, yeah. Apparently he was more of like a... I want to say like a Mark Harmon or something. I don't know. Like a, just a handsome, okay guy. That's my read. Right. But I don't know. I don't know old movies as Summer well as you guys. Classic. <laughs> I just yeah. know he did, he did like westerns in that monkey movie is all I know. Right. He did 30 movies and a lot of them were B movies. And the killers. Right. Um, he had a break in 1940 playing George Gipp. In a movie called Newt Rockney, All American. And that's why people say, you know, win one for the Gipper. And when he ran right. for president, they were like, it's the Gipper. Right. You know? So he didn't fight in World War II. He was on the he was in Hollywood making cowboy movies and being a Gipper during Well, not quite, Michael. Not oh. quite. Uh-oh. Um He when World War II happened, he did have to do military service. But it wasn't going to fight. He spent it in L.A. I mean, he that's, spent World War Two in L.A. That's, that's where that was one of the big fronts in World I War Two. I guess you're right. Yeah, when they yeah. stormed the beaches of <laughs> Malibu, <Venice Beach>. yeah. <laughs> Big Sur and Beverly Hills, yeah. Mr. Um, so 
Mm, his best performance was considered to be uh, from a movie called King's Row. He played a guy who had a leg amputated, and he said the famous line, where's the rest of me? Which seems yeah. stupid to me. Like, he you got an amputated. Went. He didn't know where the leg went? Mm. Um, was that like a show? Leg? Was that the the show me the money of 1941 <laughs> or something? Where's my leg? <laughs> Where's the rest of me? It's in the garbage. <laughs> oh, Nancy. Um. So yeah, World War II happened. He did get pulled for military service, even though it was pretty easy. Um, but it did kind of derail his career a bit. I was um, him walking around like. Uh, Sunset Boulevard with a rifle, uh, just like mm-hmm. looking for Germans. I don't mean to offend yeah. anybody. I promise. I promise. Mm-hmm. I promise. Yep. But when you do have an extremity extremity <laughs> amputated, mm-hmm. do they throw it out? It's a great question. See, well, well, you well throw it in a stew? you're looking like. A, where, where do you think it goes, Mike? Maybe they keep it for research, or maybe they. Yeah. I don't know. Give it to your. All right, time to research this leg. <laughs> Maybe they put it in the freezer because one day it's they'll make good banana bread. <laughs> um, in the end, he uh, he acted in fifty three movies, uh, a lot of them westerns. Right, and <coughs> his last one was in nineteen sixty four. And I just realized. That moments ago I said he was in thirty movies, and then I followed it up saying he was in fifty-three. That's think, a lot of I movies. Think fifty-three is right. That's so many movies to be in for, and then for the historical record to be like, yeah, he wasn't a very good actor. Mm. What if you're not a very good actor? How do you act in fifty-three movies? I guess he was handsome. He had kind of Back charisma. Then Hollywood, just like those like tall, yeah, yeah steel jaw. They'd go down to like loading and shipping docks and be like, you are the star of this new film noir. Hey, kid, you want to be King Lear? <laughs> How much you paying? <laughs> um, <clears throat> That's how Robert Mitchum started acting. Like I said, he didn't. Uh, he basically spent the war. He spent the war in L.A., and he was like in, but he was in newsreels and magazines. Right. Warner Brothers really portrayed him as a real soldier, right. and he kind of acted like I'm off to war, everybody, me, Ronald Reagan. But he didn't. Wasn't John Wayne like that too? I don't know. Was he? Well, yeah. everybody, I'm off to war. Yeah, John just... Wayne was a hero only in movies. Yeah, mm. I don't think he did any actual fighting. Watch yeah, it, yeah. you <laughs> every time. I'm but like, John Wayne. he punched somebody once or something, or he's threatened to punch somebody because they called him on like being a fake hero. <laughs> oh, who is the fucking... I know he tried to yeah. punch the indigenous activist who accepted the Oscar on behalf of Marlon Brando. Yeah. He had to be held back from... Uh, John Wayne almost tried to like beat up Because the, his why? brain was broken from being like a cowboy hero in all those fucking Why did old he want movies. to beat up that Because man. she accepted her. the award on Marlon Brando's behalf. He refused to attend the Oscars uh, and send her because uh, he was protesting the way that like indigenous people had been portrayed in Hollywood movies. Oh. And who's the biggest like uh, cowboy. Hollywood cowboy? That and he wanted to punch the woman Apparently who Apparently he had to be it? restrained backstage. He was like, I'm going to beat her up. <laughs> was like, Look, everybody, I got yeah. the Indian. Like at the Oscars, Imagine, like what a fucking folks, moron. forget the Will Smith slap. This would have been the original. <gasps> Just sit right back and I'll tell you how I punched a woman. 
and West Philadelphia. <laughs> uh, at the Oscar ceremony, born and raised, I wanted to punch a woman in my days. Wow. Marlon Brando didn't attend the awards. <laughs> I got in one small fight, and I can't do his voice. What is it? I got in one small fight, and they took. <laughs> that's the beef. That's the B fifty twos. Yeah, just take French knives for B fifty twos. Yeah. So here's an interesting thing I also read on Britannica.com. Mm. They said that Reagan was known for telling stories about coming back from the war, kind of like he was <laughs> in combat. And it suggested that maybe he, he was one of those guys who had trouble a little bit distinguishing fantasy from reality. So he always had dementia, even as a young man. I don't know. I don't know. But I kind of know people like that, where you're like, oh, you're kind of making all this up a bit. I mean, actors, right? Like hardcore yes, actors. true. We know many yeah, of them. yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's get to politics. Yes. Mike, you love politics. I love the politics. <laughs> yeah, left, so right, center, you, you're just interested. I don't care yeah. what your opinions are. I just love politics. I, I don't care what side of the spectrum you're on. <laughs> I get all my politics from Twitter. Yes, it's the best. It's a great place for yeah. it. Well, like I said, when Reagan was young, he was a Democrat and a great admirer of Franklin Roosevelt. Okay. Um. And right. in the 40s and 50s, he was president of a union, the Screen Actors Guild. Mm-hmm. All right. However, he was very into fighting communism within the guild, like communist infiltration. And he cooperated in blacklisting actors, directors, and writers who were suspected of leftist sympathies, much to the, to the disgust of many of his fellow union members. So his political opinions gradually grew more conservative. And around 1950, he switched to Republican. So he was like the president of, of SAG and like part of like the, the Red Scare, like the communist witch yeah. hunt. Uh, right. So he probably ruined hundreds of people's careers. That would have been so interesting being, yeah. I don't know, reading the news at that time, the Red Scare time. Would it have been like now where people like us would have rolled our eyes at it or would we have been caught up in it? <sighs> probably... <sighs> Probably half and half. <laughs> I don't know. Like the cream you put in your coffee. Eh? Half, and half. half and half. But imagine like, so he played some dumb football player in a movie, and then he was a Screen Actors Guild ruining your career. What's the equivalent of that? If like um, someone who was in like Little Nicky suddenly became like the president of your union, like um, hey, you're, you're not allowed to work anymore. <laughs> yeah. More of a handsome jock, though. More of a handsome jock. Vin mm. Diesel? Not that level. Yeah, maybe um, Vin Diesel's really handsome. But maybe, but he's like way more successful than Reagan ever was. Yeah, would it be Stephen Dorff? Stephen Dorff. (laughs) If Stephen Dorff ruined your career, yeah. Um, So it was around this time as well, like we mentioned about you know he he hooked up with this Dolph Lundgren. (laughs) He hooked up with this lady called Nancy Davis, who became Nancy Reagan, and uh, she was kind of an unknown actress. But they got married in '52. Not as much of a trad wife as you might believe. Really? Well, just with the whole blowjob thing. Anyway, um, so his acting career is declining in the 50s. Uh, he became the host of a TV series called General Electric Theater. And <laughs> Which was a giant commercial for General Electric, and they lived in an all General Electric operated home. Did you know about that? No. Nancy and Ron. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And so they would like film them in their house being like, and here's the electric curtains that open every morning. Wow. It was literally a General Electric sponsored house. So it was like, 
I'm going to put this out there right now. <laughs> Ronald Reagan and Nancy Reagan kind of seemed like people that just wanted to be famous no matter what. A couple that mm. wanted to be famous no matter what. It is interesting to leap from like sports broadcasting to B-movies to politics. Like, yeah, you want some kind of limelight. Um so yeah, and he'd also like go around and be a spokesman for General Electric and he'd like go to their plants and give like pro business speeches and stuff. <laughs> um so around this time he starts campaigning for Republicans like Nixon and Barry Goldwater. Wasn't Barry Goldwater really fucked up or something? I don't I think he, he a ran Nazi sympathizer or something uh, like that. Probably. I, I don't, don't know. know enough about that. Me neither. But I didn't he run against uh I don't know. Well, like whatever. For some well, reason, against I, Nixon in the primaries or something. I think so. And Time then got to... devastated. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, anyway, so he starts making a name for By himself. By the way, this reminds me. I just started reading for the very first time because of a project I'm working on, the Hell's Angels book by Hunter S. Thompson. Oh, cool, man! It's so what he hangs out with the Hell's Angels. Yeah, it's the book that got him famous. Oh, uh, I want to read that. It's but. It reminds me, because I read 1972 mm. on the campaign trail, written by him, too, where he mm. follows around, um, 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 God damn it, I forgot his name. But anyways, he's trashing and making fun of Nixon, like, the whole time. Wow. But it's so great to, and refreshing to read and remember how exciting and funny and fun Hunter S. Thompson's writing was, uh, I guess, before I would he, love like, to... you know, went, got... Like super he wrote wasted. stuff he, in his later days. He wrote stuff for like ESPN.com too. Yeah, he's a huge yeah. sport guy, or was. Yeah. 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 Barry R.I.P. Sorry cool. to digress, but not at all. That's interesting. 1972 Fear and Loathing on the Campaign Trail by Hunter S. Thompson. Classic. And it's kind of, we're at the. Eh, this this era just reminded me of that. Yeah, um, Barry Goldwater uh, ran against uh, LBJ in 1964 and lost. What's the thing? Why do I think he was like a really bad guy? Probably was. Yeah, okay. They all were at that time because right. they were all like, they were all kind of doing the same thing Nixon did, doing the same thing Reagan did, where they would ha- have these like sort of dog whistle campaigns that were trying mm. to like basically uh, po- populist stuff to get the uh, right the. Eh, the end of segregation, segregation, whites who are mad about that, in the like South, just yeah. unifying mm-hmm. them, like turn them from Democrat to Republican. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking <sighs> evil, insidious. Well, uh, in 1966, after kind of dipping his toes into politics, Reagan ran for governor of California, won in a landslide. California, jelly beans, and uh, people liked him because he was a straight shooting outsider, very tr- a little bit Trumpy in that way. Oh, like the bad guy he plays in The Killers, oh. directed by Don Siegel, featuring Lee Marvin and John Cassavetes, Andy so, Dickinson. So uh, Reagan was, you know, governor for quite a governator, while. Governator, they called him. Yeah, the governator. <laughs> and he uh, ran for president in 1980 with George Bush Sr. as his running mate. I'm going to give it a shot. He ran on steep tax cuts, increased defense spending, and banning abortion. And this was after Carter, who did yes. one term and... Yes. Carter, who's still alive currently at the time of recording, but he, I think, lost a lot of um, confidence because of the Iran hostage yes. crisis. Yes, people were like, the military's weak. Yeah. There was also really bad inflation. Um, I think people look back on his presidency now positively, but at the time, I think he was very unpopular right. after Which his one? first term. Carter. Well... I what I hear always is like really great guy, bad president. 
because he spent the rest of his life building homes for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Or he's still mm-hmm. around, yeah. uh, doing lots of weird press lately for some reason. I think he's sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Farewell to her. Like Elton John. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Reagan was very much, uh, he said, you know, famously, government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Um, so yeah, Reagan won easily, and I thought rather than go through everything, I will. I will just. Republicans pro- are always like, there should be less government, mm-hmm. but whatever government's left, they should rule us with fear. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's insane. Um, so you're gonna to do his greatest or worstest? Hits? Yeah, here are a few things that Reagan did that could be bad. Um, Number one, he got he allowed himself to get shot by John Hinckley, <laughs> not presidential. Guys, Which was wasn't John Hinckley a an evil past man? evil man? Yeah, yeah. Yes. that was a fun Guys, one. If you're gonna be president, don't allow yourself to get shot by John Hinckley. No, no it's, don't get shot. Yeah, new rule. Don't allow. <laughs> anyway, here's actually uh, some bad things he did. So number one, uh, supply side economics. So Reagan brought about a major change to the way Americans are taxed, which is called supply-side economics or trickle-down economics or Reaganomics. So a very loose explanation of this is that in the years before Reagan, the richest people in America paid a very high percentage of their income in taxes. So when Reagan came in, if you were among the richest people in America, 73% of your income would go to taxes. So if you made $100, you know, you'd pay 73 and you'd keep 27. Supply side economics was this idea that said that's all wrong. High tax rates on the rich are a disincentive to working hard and entrepreneurship. But if you cut taxes on the rich, the rich will take those savings yep. and then invest that money or start a business or hire more employees. That's how rich people think. So <laughs> if you save money for the rich, that will trickle down to all the poors. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> so when Reagan got in office, the tax rate for the top earners was 73%. By the time he left, it was 28%. So you don't even need social programs for the poor and down and out because eventually they will become rich too from trickling <laughs> exactly. down economics. Exactly. That's so nice. Kind-hearted entrepreneurs will help them. Yeah. <laughs> in time, my friend, in time. Now get off my doorstep. <laughs> and, you know, it's never gone back, not even close. It's, it's a little better, the tax rate. A little higher, excuse me, the tax rate nice. for the, the highest income people, but not by that much. So did he do, he must have done major damage to dismantle like the sort of um, safety Social net safety like that net. FDR yes. had built? Absolutely. Like, post, during the war? post or, Absolutely. Uh, and when you Sorry. think about always like... always dismantle the safety nets. Pre-war. And think about in America <laughs> where they, the way they talk about public schools and roads and public transportation. They don't know their trains yeah. suck shit. Like... Even just now, all Trump them, dismantled that. But it was all FDR who did it, who built yeah. it all. <laughs> and Reagan kind of yeah. undid it. Yeah. And um, yeah, there was in the 80s when he did this and cut all these taxes, especially on the rich, there was a lot of economic growth, but it basically just benefited the wealthy. So it was like a transfer of wealth from from the poor to the rich, kind oh, of. It's crazy. Not. And it's funny, too, because I never really thought about this, but you know the 80s stereotype of a yuppie doing cocaine and I've got so much money and like American Psycho? Like, yeah. that guy is a beneficiary of Reaganomics. Right. His taxes probably went down by 50%. Yeah. 
and deregulation of like everything, <laughs> yeah. every industry and the financial markets. Yeah. And did you know fucking there was a period where the, I mean, this almost seems too high, honestly, but there was a period in America in like the 50s, maybe or 40s, where like the top earners paid 90% taxes. I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty far left, but that seems pretty insane, actually. <laughs> well, well, that's also like <laughs> PTSD from uh, the Great Depression yeah, still and right. stuff like that yeah. and the war. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Reagan cut social programs, welfare, education. He also kicked a bunch of people out of mental hospitals and put them in boarding houses hey. and made it harder to get mental health treatment. And after he what did about that, ciggies? could they get ciggies? You could still get plenty of ciggies. Okay. <laughs> but there was a 50% rise in mentally ill people in prison after that. Hey. And how ironic, he was also shot by a mentally ill person who, I, I'm just going to say, might have. Might have uh, could have been in a mental hospital, perhaps. Right. Well, you know, you know live, not to say John Hinckley's mentally ill. Live by the uh, don't treat mentally ill people. Die by the don't treat mentally <laughs> ill people. As we learned last time, we mentioned him. He's still actively searching his name on Twitter and stuff. I think. Right. I know. I was scared that John Hinckley would tweet us. Uh, yeah. Don't. <laughs> don't do it, man. We could have had him as a guest. Yeah. Okay, so next really bad thing Reagan did. So that's pretty bad. Like, I feel like America is still dealing with the ramifications of this idea that the billionaires pay a smaller percentage of taxes than like high school teachers. Yes, a hundred percent. Another really bad thing he did had to do with AIDS. Yeah, um, he basically him and Nancy did not even admit that it existed. Exactly. Even though Nancy actors, had a friend yeah. who was like dying from it, mm. they must have known. Personally, Rock Hudson, Liberace, like any number yeah. of actors from their Hollywood days, you know, like uh, unbelievable. So by yeah. by it was an epidemic. Yeah. And, oh, sorry, James. No, no. I was just going to say by 1984, over 5,000 Americans had died of AIDS. Um, been going on a couple years, they think. And you'd think if there's an epidemic killing thousands of people the president would at least acknowledge it, but no, he did not even say the word AIDS publicly until 1985. And like, it had been going on since like at least 81, 82 there that people were aware of. And why? Obviously because they considered, or some people considered AIDS to be the gay disease brought about by sin and, and you know, and it's the Lord's way of punishing homosexuals. And it wasn't just the gay community that uh, suffered from it. Um, so they're ignoring AIDS. Um, and that also led to uh, blood trans- uh, a blood clotting medicine for hemophiliacs um, was made with blood collected from people who didn't know they had AIDS. And so it also infected a lot of, peop- a lot of hemophiliacs with HIV because they're just not doing anything about this disease going There's around. no testing, no... Yeah, right. so... Um, pretty insane and really dark and literally like well it's i mean i think essentially they were like well it's just killing gay people so what do we care right i think pretty bad yeah totally here's another bad thing he did <laughs> i gotta say mm, go all the fun stuff about him playing a football star and a cowboy and uh, you know um being a sports guy that was fun the broadcaster for the yeah. cubs yeah this isn't very fun now no not very fun nancy he shouldn't have become president. Yeah. Uh, he ruined unions, kind of. Another bad thing he did. 
Um, oh, he wasn't, despite all his other beliefs, he wasn't a big fan of unions? No, he wasn't. Okay. Well, he was a big fan of his union with Nancy. Yes. But uh, no, um, prior to Reagan, unions were a lot stronger in America. Mm-hmm. At, uh, at a time, nearly 40% of the private sector workers were unionized, and now it's seven. And productivity has increased, profits have increased, CEO salaries have increased, but the workers get the damn shaft because of a lack of unions, and a lot of that was due to Reagan. Hmm. There was a famous thing in 1981. 13,000 air traffic controllers went on strike, and they were forbidden by law to do so, and Reagan said, go back to work or I'll just fire all of you. And they were like, he's not going to fire 13,000 of us, and he did. And the public was kind of impressed. And this kind of was the death knell for unions in America. What happened to if you had to take a flight after like the, the next week? Good for you, Reagan. <laughs> uh, I do have a flight tomorrow, but I'm yeah, sure the guy they hire uh, with no training will be fine. Thank you, Reagan. Uh, I got to go. My Greyhound to Colorado is leaving any minute now. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. He just fired everyone instead of but negotiating. Real macho yeah. move. He right cares right. about the little guy, yeah. mm-hmm. which is nice, which is what you need in a president. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's that's, another one. It's nuts. Iran Contra and Afghanistan. Oh, yeah. This is like going back to the news being on when I was a little kid mm-hmm. and not understanding it, but totally. hearing all the buzzwords all the time. I know what you mean. It's Oliver like North. my birth. It's like my, yeah, the, the whole Mulroney Reagan era is like me being a baby going, huh? <laughs> I remember you know? watching like Saturday Night Live sketches spoofing the Oliver North thing yeah. being like, <laughs> and not understanding anything. Yeah, yeah, the shredding documents. It. I honestly didn't even know what it was until I looked it up. I had some mad magazines <laughs> that taught me the news at the time. Nothing would bore me more as a 10-year-old than the picture of Oliver North. Um, so basically what all that was was that the Reagan administration uh, agreed to sell arms to Iran in exchange for the release of hostages um, who are being held in Lebanon. And then they also... But secretly. Yeah, they weren't supposed to. And they also used some of the profits from those arms deals to fund Contra forces in Nicaragua who to were... overthrow... Exactly. A, yes, a socialist <laughs> government that was elected democratically, right? Yeah. 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 And uh, the Contras were pretty bad. They did guerrilla warfare. They attacked schools, hospitals, murder torture etc etc and they were you know reagan was like obsessed with like fighting communism and the ussr's influence worldwide he did a similar thing in afghanistan too when a communist leaning regime took over in afghanistan america trained and gave supplies to the rebels right that were trying to overthrow that government this was the beginning of al-qaeda basically the mujahideen yeah and you, you know who their leader was <laughs> Osama bin Laden. Osama bin Laden. <laughs> yeah, they trained Reagan him. and Osama bin Laden yeah. probably hung out. America. Well, Osama, <laughs> do you want a blowjob? Nancy, I'd like you to meet my friend Osama bin Laden. <laughs> Osama bin Laden, I'll say. He bin Laden all up in my gulliver. <laughs> Nancy, what have you and Osama been up to? <laughs> been up to. <laughs> Whatever, whatever. Osama bin Laden, I've been Osama bin Laid. 
I just got laid. <laughs> what has Osama been up to? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so Ronald Reagan uh, basically uh, hated communism so much that he would do deals with... Uh, anyone who wasn't <laughs> communist, no matter how bad and they he were. might kill them. Oh, yeah, horrible, right. evil people. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Osama was pretty cool with America uh, until they wouldn't remove their military presence in the Middle East after the invasion but of Iraq. But they were arming Afghanistan to fight Russia. Ru- yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Basically. Yeah. Crazy, huh? It's wacky how everything turns out. And then, because like Osama did not like America well, about 15 years later it was crazy. at all. Apparently, this is on record. Because, and I know that because of 9-11. When Reagan <laughs> gave Osama, he flew to Afghanistan to hand Osama bin Laden a check. Okay. He was like, Mr. Bin Laden, I'll give you this on one account, that you don't do a 9-11. <laughs> And Osama bin Laden was like, yeah, 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 I won't do 9-11. But apparently his finger was behind his back oh, and his no. fingers were crossed. God damn it. I'll give only you this money, but no 9-11, okay? Not even one. <laughs> okay, Mr. Reagan. <laughs> it's funny how we're doing Reagan. We haven't even done Osama bin Laden. Yeah. But I love this. This is better because this is his origin story. Oh my God, you're right. Osama bin Laden is a good one. He wasn't a good guy. This is Ronald Reagan, but also Osama bin Laden origins. <laughs> yes, like Batman McKins. Anyway, so frankly, that's about it for me. Um, Reagan was president for two terms, 80 to 88. He retired after that, and he moved to L.A. And nice. Hey, put your feet up, Reagan. And he died in 2004 at the age of 93. Are you okay? Yeah. Nancy? I'm fucking dead. <laughs> but she lived to like last week. Like she lived to be like, she uh, was like 100 or something when she died, didn't she? I think she's still alive. I she's want, right behind you. I want ah. some of what they got. I mean, I would love to live to Jelly beans. I'm not joking well, I, about I the jelly beans. I actually don't even know. You guys keep saying jelly beans. So I don't even know what you're talking about. So he genuinely always needed on his desk a glass jar full of jelly beans. Really? And he'd dip his hand in and eat them all the time. Really? Yeah. Kind of juvenile, hey? Yeah, he's... Uh, hey, I say yeah, this as someone well, designing a penis playing cyberpunk at my age, but still... She died? Yeah, Nancy but what died. do you eat? You eat like caviar when you do that mm-hmm, sushi, mm-hmm. all kinds of nice stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nancy died in 2016 at the age of 94 in Los Angeles, California, where some of our friends live. Los Angeles, California. <laughs> now, here's one thing you might have She missed. died by blowing her brains out, it says. <laughs> the blow queen. Oh, that's so... And she died in a blowjob-related <laughs> accident. At the Someone's load of... blew her old brains out. <laughs> at the age of 94. Dwayne the Rock Johnson's load blew her brains out. Nancy! Nancy! Oh, shit. Fuck. She was a tiny, like, baby's body with a gigantic woman's head. Like, her head was so big. and really? she was She had, like, a bird's body. Honestly, dude, that's what you want. James, I Okay, can't... listen to this, though. So, he, yeah, you guys joked about him being, like, basic, brain dead, uh, simple... Also, I mean, maybe I d- having. I didn't do that. <laughs> well, Mike, Mike did, did, but also it is in the. They me- look fake. Yeah, they're Mike's fucked up. But also, he was kind of. They do this documentary series I watched. Uh, darn it, I forgot what it was called. But uh, it's really good. It's about three episodes, something <laughs> about all about the Reagans. 
Uh, it came out recently. Ronald Reagan Jr. is a first-person talker. But anyways, they and the media, they, they insinuate that Nancy actually controlled him in, in a lot of ways. A Lady Macbeth-like figure. Yes, 100%. Hmm. But yeah. is that just regular sexism where it's like, like they say with Meghan Markle, where it's I like, think she would, she's controlling Prince Harry. Like, well, or, she, yeah, I know. I don't want it to be sexist. I, 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 I want to be wary of that. Like You're Hillary right. But also like, was, a, was like, she controls. But, but like, even you say he seems like a simpleton. I mean, he does seem like one of the dumbest men. He's a big brain dead dummy that was a who barely he, could be an actor who, who walked around and went to like uh, coffee shops in L.A. during World War II, then told everyone like, "Hi, fun." Look, we know, <laughs> we know people like these people, okay? We know people like these people. Yeah, yeah. They just want to be famous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they do everything. They get, they Think about, like, he became Republican. Because, and then, like, he literally became the figurehead for other people's doing. Especially, yeah, like, yeah. you agree to live and be filmed in a General Electric house all the time for the <laughs> giant company General Electric, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. it's like... You're, he's the per, he was an old Hollywood star that wants to still be in the spotlight all the time, even mm. more so. He's the perfect conduit for other people's interests. And I think on the other side, Nancy would push him for what she wanted because she wanted the rich and fancy life. It's wild who people will vote for and what yeah. makes people appealing to voters. By the way, my favorite Ronald Reagan memory, back me up on this, the video for Land of Confusion by Genesis. Spitting the image. Spitting image puppet of Reagan sweating. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's jogging, right? He's like a headband on or yeah, a sweatband? I think. If you aren't yeah. aware of this music video, folks, and if you're interested in this Ronald Reagan episode, <laughs> do yourself a favor and go on YouTube. Look up Genesis Land of Confusion. Great song, and the puppet of Reagan is great. This is from the General Electric... <laughs> Website itself, yeah, no, it is true. Like, like it's as good. a kid, it was frightening. Though it was yeah. scary. Yeah, but, but those, I love those that video. Images even on the like Chum as an FM adult. countdown on yeah. City TV, it would always yeah. be on it. Even as an adult, seeing the spitting image uh, puppets, now I'm like, uh, mommy, okay, <laughs> <laughs> mommy. Well, is it time for the evilometer? Oh, look at him. He's got a big jar of jelly beans. I bet he wants us to guess how many are in that <laughs> jar. Oh. And he's <laughs> he's um he's ignoring a disease. <laughs> and he is uh it doesn't seem to oh he's going the wrong way. He's walking out of the room. He seems like he doesn't know where he is right uh, now. Oh, we're over here. Come back here, evilometer. We're over here. <laughs> Just uh, like Ronald Reagan. <laughs> oh, so this is a tough one. Uh, who wants to go first on the evilometer for Ronald Reagan out of ten? I'll, mm. I'll jump in there. Okay. Um, I mm. I like his reassuring voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very calm. I like when he says, "Well," you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Well, well. Um, I like that he had a strong marriage. <laughs> yeah, it lasted a. <laughs> 50 years. <laughs> That's nice. But And I like that he was a successful actor uh, to prove that people who are creative can achieve anything they put their minds to. Damn right. I was included. But I don't like that he, everything he did uh, as a politician, I'll give him a 9.3. Wow. I'm going 9 too. Whoa. Dude, how many people are fucking dead because of that guy? Yeah, you're right. And not just in, like, in his own country from the AIDS epidemic from what, mm. like, the decimated, poor uh, 
neighborhoods of uh, all the cities. He fucking took money away from everybody and let the cities crumble. He definitely did leave the world a much worse place. And he was manipulated by everybody. He was a big, mm. dumb airhead. It is too bad that he is seen as the guy, just by being That's like dangerous. a buffoon, that he's like the guy who defeated communism and like toppled the Berlin Wall that was already going to fall because it was all ending regardless of yeah, who was in him power. him like having to... Like, honestly, America's credit for the crumbling of the Berlin Wall is like us going and standing by a demolition site and be like, uh, n- knock her down, boys. And then and taking credit for it, be like, I told them to do that. You know? Damn. Fuck. That's a tough one. Fuck I'll, you, I'll give him a 7.0. <gasps> I agree with you. James, I just... You I, love him? I, th- <laughs> I do not love him. I don't know. It's a tough one. I no. do think he. I, it was very. It was very uh, educational learning about all this stuff he did. That's part of why things are bad now. James, do you love Nancy? I do. Yeah. Well, I think that was another great episode of. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 